0: Hello, and thank you for joining us for uh, some daily time in the Word of God. Uh, and you're welcome to, to to join us as we do some teaching online, uh, and, and even if you can only catch up later. Now, we've been doing some teaching on the Holy Spirit, and we've been looking at uh, some of the, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And this is part of some more ongoing teaching I'm doing on a broader study so that we can understand about the Holy Spirit. You can find more details at the link at the bottom of the screen. Now, we've been particularly focusing on being yielded to the Spirit uh, for the last few days. And yesterday, I talked about uh, how we should respond when the Spirit of God says don't. uh, or Don't do something. Don't go somewhere. Don't make a particular decision. And we saw an example in Acts, and I gave an example in my own life as well. Now, I wanted to continue on with that and just look at another example in the Bible, because this is such an important uh, area. Many times people are, are overriding what God is showing them. They're, they're ignoring it and they're doing something anyway, uh, maybe, maybe because, uh, you know, they get offered a job and, and, and it looks good and it looks lucrative and it looks better than they've got now. Uh, but on the inside, they know God's telling them don't do it, but they override him and they led by the circumstances. And, and this is causing many people, many Christians to, to be in the wrong place, to not be where God wants them to be. Um, and, and we need to learn to listen to him. God will take care of you. Uh, he will provide. He'll, he'll take care of you when you are where he wants you to be. Uh, even if it doesn't look like in the natural, the best place to be. But uh, he's looking for us to be yielded and to, to follow him each step of the way. You know, when when I, when Elijah first uh, proclaimed drought of the land in 1 Kings 17, he had to then listen to, the, to God and be where God told him to be. God said, go to the brook. And so he went to the brook uh, and God provided for him there. God didn't provide for him somewhere else. If he had ignored God and gone somewhere else, then he might not have experienced some of that provision. The provision was where God told him to be. Uh, and then when the brook dried up after a while, God then gave him the next instruction, and he went to the to, to, the, to, to, to the widow woman. Um, and it was there that God blessed and provided for him. So each step he was listening and being where God wanted him to be. This has to become uh, more of a priority to us as Christians. Uh, and, and Sometimes it's not that important to us each step of the way to really listen to him. And we make a lot of decisions uh, based on the natural and our own desires and, and what we want and where we want to be. But it, 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 part of that means we miss out on some other things that God's got for us. And we might be praying, Lord, bless me. Uh, But often it's, Lord, bless me in what I'm doing and the decisions I've made. And one of the ways his blessings are released into our lives is as we yield to his leadings and as we're responsive. And he says, be here. We're there. and We listen to him. And we can't just expect God to just bless our plans. And, 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 And as we push ahead, ignoring his leadings, and then we wonder where his blessing is. See, Christians sometimes are not connecting the dots. We're wanting answers to prayers. We're wanting God to move in our lives while we are pushing ahead with our will and our plans. We need to hear his and become yielded to him. And and that's very often where the place of blessing is, even if it doesn't look in the natural like it's the right place to be. Let's look at an example of this in Genesis chapter 26. Uh, Here we see Isaac. Uh, And it says in Genesis 26 and verse 1, there there, there was a famine in the land. A famine is is a time of shortage. They didn't have the food. Uh, Things weren't growing. People were struggling as a result of of this famine. There was a famine in the land. uh, And it goes on to tell us it's a a different famine to the time of Abraham. I'll talk a bit more about that in a moment. Verse 2 says, then the Lord appeared to him, to Isaac, and said, do not go down to egypt see here the spirit of god is telling him not to do something this is what we were mentioning yesterday when the spirit of god says don't don't do that don't go there don't move in that direction and this is what god says to isaac do not go down to egypt live in the land which i shall tell you um now isaac's father abraham had been in a very similar situation. God had led Abraham to this land. And then in Genesis 12, as soon as Abraham arrived in the land, a famine arose. And This was a different famine. It was years before. Um, and, 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 and Abraham had been led to that land by God. And yet as soon as he arrived and realized there was famine there, he packed up and went to Egypt. There's no indication God led him to go to Egypt. He just did it. And what happened was he had some problems in Egypt. Pharaoh tried to take his wife and God had to to get him through that and thank God for that. But in Genesis 12, we see Abraham went full circle and he ended up in exactly the same place God had led him to be in the first place. And it was only from there that he could then begin to move forward. Uh, and, And I believe Abraham learned his lesson and he passed this on to his child, his son Isaac. And Isaac had heard about what had happened to his father. And he, and, and he realized, I need to be where God wants me to be. God had led them to that land. Now, when God told Abraham, go to that land, God knew there was going to be a famine there. Hey, God was not surprised by that. Sometimes, sometimes we think we, 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 we step out, we follow what God says, and some things go wrong. And we immediately assume, I must have missed God. Well, you need to follow your heart, listen to your heart, get it right on the inside of you, what the spirit of God is saying, but don't be, don't just assume that the, the that things going wrong means you left, you missed him and maybe you did miss him, uh, but you've got to make a decision about what he wanted you to do and whether you heard him. And if you heard him, the externals should not be the, what, what the term, what, what, what makes our decisions because God can change externals. God can bless you despite the externals. If you listen to him. So, God, here in Genesis 26, God he tells Isaac, Stay in this land, even though there's a famine there. And at uh, verse 3, God says that, Dwell in this land. Well, which land's that? That's the land where the famine is. God said, Dwell there, live there, stay there, Isaac. And he says, And I will be with you and bless you. God says, I'll take care of you. Just be where I want you to be. And, um, you know, We need to be. We we need to make sure we don't push against what God is showing us. Don't ignore that. Uh, Don't just be in the natural. It didn't look like the right place for Isaac to be. It looked like he was going to struggle there. But notice what happened. First of all, you see in verse six says, "So Isaac dwelt in Gerar." Now that was in the land. That was where God wanted him to be. He stayed there. He dwelt there. He yielded. He, he obeyed, he followed what God was leading and showing him to do. And, and, and this, this, is, this is where so often we're missing it. This is so often where things are going wrong in our lives. And good morning, it's good to see some of you, the comments as well. But this is where it's going wrong in many people's lives. Why certain things are not happening and not flowing, uh, and it's because they're not yielding they're not listening they're not following his directions very often God's God's working in other areas his blessing his protection even work together with his his leadings and his directions and what he's saying as he's orchestrating things in our lives and in the church we must yield to him if you push against what he's saying and and then don't get some results in some areas don't be surprised don't blame God We need to yield to what he's saying. And this is what Isaac did. He stayed there. And notice in verse 12, what happened? Then Isaac sowed in that land. Now, that phrase, that land, meant exactly where God had told him to be. The same land where the famine was. Isaac sowed in that land where there was famine. But what did God said to Isaac? He said, Isaac, I'll be with you and I'll bless you. Just be where I want you to be. And Isaac sowed in that land and and, and the Bible says, and verse 12, and reaped in the same year, a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him in the same year. In other words, he was this. This is not 20 years later when the famine is gone. This is during the famine. This is while that famine is still taking place. He sows in that land and God blesses his crop and he reaps an, an abundant blessing. God provides for him and t- God takes care of him see but that's all centered on being where God wanted him to be you know many years ago I was I was planning a trip to a conference I wanted to go to a Christian conference in America this is a couple of decades ago and um and I just w- I really wanted to be there but uh, every time I was going to book the ticket I didn't really have the money to, to go. Uh, but and every time I was going to book a ticket, I was planning on just booking it on a credit card or something, and and figuring out, it out as I went, and and you know pay hotels on the credit card or whatever, because I really wanted to be at that conference. But every time I was preparing to book it, I, I just had an uneasiness on the inside. Something didn't feel didn't seem right, and and, and my desires wanted to be there, and and and. Uh, but but on the inside I couldn't settle that it was right, and eventually the spirit of the Lord spoke to me, and, and and this is all he said to me. He said, "Don't book your ticket to go go to America. Don't book your ticket." So all he said, didn't give me any details, didn't give me any reasons. He just says, "Don't said don't do it." Uh, I fortunately I had enough sense to listen and I just did I said okay God I'll just back off and I stopped looking for air tickets sometimes you see God tells us don't do something but you know we say okay God I won't do it but then we keep looking anyway and we dangle that thing in front of me. we look in the magazine we really want that God and our desires eventually pull us and so we just ignore what God said we run out and we we bite on credits and we get ourselves in a mess and maybe God said don't do that. And then we say, oh, God, now help me get out of this mess. Well, you got yourself in by disobedience and not yielding to, the, to him. There's mercy. Thank God he's merciful. But, you know, I, I just backed off. God didn't tell me why. In fact, I assumed, I made the assumption that the reason he didn't want me to, to book a ticket is because he didn't want me to go to that conference. And I, I assumed that, I didn't know why, I thought maybe I need to be here in the U.K. for that. It was a summer conference. It was the start of the year I was booking it. It was around January, and the conference was around July. I just assumed maybe God wants me here or whatever else, and I just left it at that. I just, well, okay, we'll just get on with that, and we'll forget about that. And I stopped looking for air tickets, and in my mind, I just came to the conclusion I'm not going to the conference. Well, it, it, and, now, and, and also, I hadn't told anyone. I had not told anybody I wanted to go to that conference. So I wasn't running around saying, please, please support me and help me get there. I wasn't running around trying to gender up support and tell you. I just kept quiet about it. Nobody knew this was between me and God. About two or three months later, I'd completely forgotten about it. About two or three months later, somebody phoned me. I got a phone call, and uh, it was somebody I knew, uh, but they just said to me, they said, you know, Um, God's been dealing with us about buying you an air ticket to go to such and such a conference. That's exactly what they said. They wanted to buy me a ticket to go to that conference. And and they said, God's just been dealing with us and we'd like to pay your way. And they paid everything. They paid the hotels, the air ticket. They paid the whole trip because they just sensed in their heart God leading them to do that. And it's amazing. You know, I could have just got tried to, you might say that's a small thing, uh, you know, I could have gotten to debt over that, but God had another plan, a- a- and he had a way of getting me there, but I had to yield to him first, if I booked my ticket on the credit card, and I'd gone ahead and all kinds of things, I might never have experienced that blessing, that was a wonderful thing, and not only that, but God did some amazing things during that conference, uh, there were certain, Things that by the time I got my book, air ticket booked, I was about a month before the conference. There was very little time to plan some things. Um, and, 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 but God moved in some powerful ways. And, and, and in that specific event, he, he did actually have some things there that he wanted me to receive. And, and he sped some things up. I could go into it. There were some things that should not have happened as quickly as they happened. Um there there were certain things that 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 in while I was out there that normally would have taken 6 months to a year to plan and to put into place and there was no way they could have gone any quicker well god specializes in the no ways and within a month of booking my ticket things just fell into place things that shouldn't have happened that quickly happened that quickly and God moved uh, and he moved in some things there. And He, he I just, oh, it's amazing what he did. I just could go on about how he moved in that situation. But what I'm just illustrating to you is, listen, when he says don't, then don't. And trust him. Don't Don't play around with things that he tells you not to do and feed your desires and end up getting in and doing it anyway. Uh, and don't make decisions. Be where he wants you to be. And you'll find you walk in his blessing and he can take care of you Then, And things move and happen in our lives when we are yielded. And we, 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 when we yielded, yes, it's, it says that God's plan is always best. And I agree with that. I agree with that. And to be in God's plan, it's important that we are following his specific leading. Sometimes you can know the general plan, but not follow his specific leadings each step of the way. And then times he might tell you to back off something. At times he might say, just do this, make this adjustment, go here, don't go here. And as we do that, we'll, we'll experience more of him in our lives. And just, just before I close off, let me remind you of this as well. You see, when you ignore him, when he prompts you not to do something or not, don't go, don't do something, and we ignore him, we override it, what happens is we, we desensitize ourselves to him. We become used to ignoring him and disobeying him. We become used to being hardened to him. Uh, each time we go against his leading, we harden ourselves. And then next time when we need to hear him, we're not as sensitive. And, we, we, and we've and we hardened ourselves so many times that in a situation where we, we need to hear from him, we find it, 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 we're struggling to hear. It's not because he's not speaking. It's very often because we're hardened. And if you want to remain sensitive and you want to remain sensitive to his leadings and sensitive to him in all areas, then get used to yielding to him more, even in the little things. Don't harden yourself when he prompts you. Don't harden yourself when he leads you in a particular way. Just yield. And the more yielded we become, the more that we'll find the Holy Spirit works through us and in our lives and the more of him we experience. And that's why a lot of what I've been teaching in this series. And if you've not, if you've not followed this, this particular series, I believe there's nine teachings now on being yielded to the spirit up on the Facebook and on the YouTube. It's also available in podcasts. You can find uh, under the, the, the ministry name from these shores. You'll find it on Spotify, Apple, Google it goes up in the audio podcasts. I want to encourage you to take this set of teachings and just even re-listen to them, go through them again, build this into you. So that you become, it becomes a priority and you become familiar with yielding to him even more. And uh, and I believe that, that that we'll experience more of the flow of the spirit of God in our lives as we do. Uh, just as we close off as well, you'll see a link at the bottom of the screen. From these shores.online uh, is the website and then slash courses slash holy dash spirit. I'm just doing a free course, free course on the Holy Spirit, which we're going to be learning a lot more about him, and you're welcome to sign up for that. You don't have to I uh, do these other teachings, make them available as well. But we, if you're interested and you want to learn more about the Holy Spirit in many areas, then we're going to be studying a lot more. And we, the course has already started, but you can still get on it. Uh, it's free. There's no strings attached. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us again today. And uh, we'll see you again soon. On Sunday, we do our teaching on healing. Uh, and and, and, and healing and miracles really is what we're going to be looking at, and and the manifestation of the power of God, whether it's healing in the body or in other areas. But that's Sunday nights. You're welcome to join us for that as well. God bless you, and have a wonderful weekend.